0: <laughs> you sound like you did them all at once. <laughs> I, I feel like I did. I feel Pretty like I much. did. We just you, stayed here for like two weeks straight right. and just recorded, recorded 202 episodes. There's a, it's actually just over the course of two weeks. That yeah. would be actually, that's a great idea. Could you imagine? And they're all... No, all, I could not imagine all, doing that. They're what, 40 minutes a piece or 20 minutes a piece? We've apiece. done back-to-back recordings and even that is exhausting. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, today's episode is parenting mistakes we all make, but we need to stop. Okay. Um I mean, I personally have never made any mistakes I'm in sure parenting. You're, yeah. I'm never sure your, your kids would um, totally agree with that. Right. And right. your wife. No, I meant I meant today, because I haven't seen my kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't made no any mistakes. No mistakes me. Right. Uh, I'm I'm O for O. <laughs> um But no no parent has ever said that. I mean, it just it, it's kinda like, you know, parenting and and mistakes go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. it's kind of this thing that you just have to realize as a parent you are going to make a lot of mistakes. I think that's my biggest fear about being a parent. It's like, I'm going to make a mistake.
1: That's going to, they're going to remember for the rest of their life.
0: And they do. And they bring it up to you. <laughs> then you're like, whatever. I don't have a manual. They bring it up to you all the time. Uh, they rub it in your face. They right. uh, throw it back right okay. back at you.
1: I guess just respect that.
0: Yeah. And Live yeah, with it so in, the, in this podcast, though, I'm going to provide a little tough love. Um, I, I think, you know, if you're listening, you probably some of these things you might not like that I'm going to say because you do them, mm-hmm. but I'm going to suggest to stop. And I mean, hey, we are all guilty of these things, or at least most of them. Yep. And you just got to realize that you're. Making mistakes. Hmm. And you know, we don't want to contribute to the messing up of your kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that's why we have to stop doing these sure, things. Sure, sure. So let's get to it. So the first one: stop telling them that you are proud of them. Hmm. So here's here's what this means. Um, you need to stop saying, I'm so proud of you. And instead you say you should be proud of yourself. So, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but it's probably about 1000 times more important than that. Your child thinks highly of themselves. Yeah. Versus you thinking highly and positive of them. Yeah. And so you don't want the child relying on you or others for praise or acceptance. Yeah. And so you know you want them to feel good about what they're doing. And so what happens is is that we, as a parent, we we think that we're you know complimenting them and 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 making them feel good by telling them that we are proud. Yeah. And the problem with that is that it is an, is it is an external you know i don't even know the word stimulation or it's it's an external thing so when you say i'm so proud of you the reason we say that is because we want the child to realize like you should be, you know we want them to realize you should be proud of yourself but we were we're we're giving them that praise yeah and the problem with that is that it is external and so instead if you can say to the child You should be proud of yourself. You did that. You were the one who worked hard for that. You were the one who trained or you were the one who studied or you were the one who did that. You did that what happens is, is that they will become much more confident in themselves and realize that they don't need that external stimulant.
1: That's interesting. Cause it also does translate to like business. I would say that if you're a manager Absolutely. of people and you say, yeah, I'm proud of you and that's right. great, but it's all. And I think they understand what each one means, but I think the language that revolves around, you should be proud of yourself, man. That was awesome that you yeah. handled that. Then it's like, yeah, you know what? And it's an intrinsic, like you said, kind of more an intrinsic reward versus, Hey, I'm making my boss happy. Right. It's more like, Hey, I'm making my boss myself happy and my boss is recognizing it right and so it's like and saying that that's a good thing
0: yeah so just make sure you're saying you should be proud of yourself um so an an anecdote antidote (laughs) antidote 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 so i actually have never told my children that I am proud of them. Mm-hmm. Never. I have never, I mean, because I, I, I took parenting classes very early on. Yeah. I sort of learned this. This was something that struck with me, you know, stuck with me. And I was like, whoa, I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah. It's you know? strange, it's it was a very of strange I, I I cannot recall a time of ever saying, "Hey, I'm so proud of you." And blah blah blah, whatever. I'm very conscious of it. I say you should be proud of yourself. My kids now even know, like, you know, they'll they'll joke about it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other day, though, when I was I was compiling this, and I asked my son, I said, "Hey, do you feel like I'm proud of you?" And I mean, not even, I mean, no hesitation, like immediate response is like, "Absolutely." <laughs> and i said oh really and he said yeah totally and so that was a great thing mm-hmm. that i have never said that i mean i felt good about it because but he obviously then feels that i'm proud of him and whatever that means mm-hmm. you know that i that i love him or that i support him or whatever yeah. but i have actually never said those words
1: yeah because he understands it by virtue of your actions and also if like you said if you use the words you should be proud that you've done that right that kind of implies it as it is right it implies that you're proud of them but it's like well but you should be proud of your right right, right. you already know i'm proud of you right so you should be proud of yourself so it's like yeah a double it, reward so it was, system.
0: i just thought it was a really interesting thing because i was, I, I was like i you know i was hoping he said yes but um, he was like, well, I don't know. no but it was just <laughs> it was it was very very interesting because i i hear it all the time um another another caveat to that is um and this one kind of bothers me is you hear um this will happen on like uh, i see i've seen it on tv shows like uh, american idol and things Mm -hmm. like that where they interview the child you know or the the person competing whatever and they say i want to make my parents so proud Mm -hmm. that to me hurts Mm -hmm. because your parents should be proud of you no matter what you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's an yeah. unconditional thing. And the fact that a child feels like they need to do something in order for their parent to be proud of them right. is disheartening yeah and it it, you kind
1: of dug deep in the psychology on that because the people who say that probably have some kind of weird reward system that was set up when they were younger and then um, again like you said they have to earn their parents being proud rather than being proud regardless and then when they go above
0: and beyond they're proud of themselves right And, and that's the problem with saying i'm so proud of you yeah is because then what so when you don't say it you're not proud of me right yeah you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, it kind of, it, it, you can create, only, create really, your own yeah. uh, horror there. No,
1: it's funny. Yeah. You're only proud of what I do, but not who I am. Right. That's what that implies. Right. Yeah.
0: So stop telling me. Interesting. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, parenting mistake number two. You do too much for them. So this is a big one, too. Um, your child and this, I can almost guarantee this one is that your child is much more capable than you are giving them credit for. So even when they're young, you know, and there's age appropriate things, but they can get dressed on their own. They can clean up after themselves. They can eat with their own hands, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we see it all the time is that parents are doing things for their children and they should not be doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, some examples, I mean, if they're old enough to walk, they are old enough to put something or bring something to a trash can. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's easy. If they're old enough to have a backpack, they should be wearing their backpack. <laughs> now, I see this at the school oh, yeah, all about this. the yeah. time. That's ridiculous. Is that parents will carry the child's backpack? No. <laughs> It's the child's backpack. They have a backpack. Mm. They should be carrying. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. When a parent does this, they do it. They're, I I should say they're, um, the reason they're doing it is in in good spirit. I mean, it's a... You know, their intention, that's what I'm trying to, their yeah. intention is good. They love their child. They're trying to help them. Um, it could be, oh, well, the, you know, the backpack's heavy or, oh, you know what? He hasn't learned how to tie his shoes yet, so I'm helping him. Or, you know what? Oh, I just want to get out of the the, the house faster, so I'm doing it for him. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is. Um, The problem with that is that you're actually really doing them a disservice. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we think that we're helping them and we're actually hurting them in that sense, because allowing them to do the things for themselves is critical for their own development. It's Mm -hmm. critical that they learn that. And then they have confidence and they have the ability to do other things. And so. You know, we are all guilty of this, mm-hmm. you know, from waking up your child in the morning for school to making their lunch to getting them dressed to, like I said, tying their shoes, mm-hmm. their backpacks. It, I mean, it is it is um, for sure we do too much, you know, yeah. and, and or, you know, even making I said making their lunch, but making food for them you know, and where yeah. they can, they can grab something out of the refrigerator themselves. Oh, yeah, I
1: mean, I think, you know, I'm not going I mean, to say never too early, but I think it, you know, the certain age limits that they should be learning how to cook and prepare meals. And, and like you, you, yeah. kinda, we talked about this about, you know, a long time ago, long episodes ago, many moons ago when we talked about your kids, you know, the, the night they you do guacamole or whatever it is. <laughs> to, yeah. Like just you know, the fun stuff that can be made into a fun thing, but right. it's also teaching them how to prep things. And you might be able to help with making dinner sometimes yeah. and in some cases, Hey, you got to make your own lunch. You I'm going to teach you how to use a stove and this is how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Right. Something really quick. You could do that. If I'm not
0: around or if, even if I am, you, you, know, you got to know how to do it. Yeah. You just, know you how know. It. just let me know what you're doing. Well, it was interesting. Like when I went away, I house. went away to college. It was amazing how few, like, like <laughs> I remember I had some roommates and like the guy did not know how to do laundry. Yeah. He's 18 years old yeah. and did not know how to do laundry. Yeah. His mom had always done his laundry, folded his clothes. I was like, are you kidding me? My (laughs) my mom was like, I mean, I remember in elementary school doing the dish, you know, not doing the uh, laundry, doing, you know, the dryer. We Mm. had to fold our own clothes. Like, I mean, my, you know, we got taught very, very early. It was just part of our routine. It wasn't chores. It was like, it was living. Like (laughs) you just, it wasn't like, that's just what you did, you know, and and granted it, 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 it helped us develop and learn things. It's like, I just thought it was amazing when I went away to college. I'm like, you really don't know how to use the laundry. I mean, granted, certainly I would have like, you know, discolored things once in a while. Oh yeah. You know, you put the whites and the reds and you know, so yeah, pink underwear. I had to
1: learn a lot of that stuff. Speaking as someone who, you know, mom probably spoiled them a little too much when I was a little older teen, mm -hmm. you know, but then I came out to college when I was 18 and I I realized I didn't have anybody. So I already kind of taught myself a lot of stuff mentally. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I figured, figured it out and yeah, whites going in the whites (laughs) department and their colors go here. And then the, the, uh, the reason why is because when I put something red, everything became pink. Right. And so, uh, but you know, to this day, I'm like, because eh. everything's colorproof proof now. You like, pink underwear. You don't now. need all temperature chair. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, or pink so- well, Who cares? But it doesn't happen. I really never get colors that bleed anymore. Right. So I'm like, I usually put the, like underwear and socks, regardless of what color they are, they go in here, and then everything else goes in here. So I, I've kind of.
0: No, it's funny though. I yeah. mean, yeah, we just we we do so much for them that yeah, yeah, and like I said, it's typically out of love, you know, and the intention yeah, is good, but it's not good for them. So yeah. stop doing stuff for them. <laughs> uh, parenting mistake number. Three, do as I say, not as I do. So, what that means is that um, you might be telling your child to do something. Yet you don't do not do it yourself. Mm. So an example might be you tell your child not to yell Mm -hmm. because maybe they're yelling at you and you think that's disrespectful, but yet you yell at them. Yeah.
1: You're yelling Um, at them not to yell at you. Right.
0: You get a, well, yeah. Or you yell at them in other instances, but you say, you know, you get upset at them for using their electronic devices constantly. You know, they're playing games or doing this, but you guess what? You have trouble putting yours down. So, you know it's monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. and you know we're all guilty you know of not practicing what we preach but if a child sees you and monkey see monkey do it, it you, you can't do that like you you know if if you're telling someone to not eat sugar yeah. You cannot eat sugar yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean it, it, it's 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 the it's all it's being hypocritical in yeah. anything.
1: Learning by example. Right. Yeah. And conversely, they'll also pick up the good stuff.
0: Well, but, for sure. Know, hopefully,
1: yeah. you know. I've told you that you know, I've had situations with my my younger sibling would, you know, see me eating an apple and want an apple rather than chips or whatever it is because they're like oh i'm eating healthy oh yeah i should get healthy too you know right not even like that they just want that thing i had right so i think they just learned by the good stuff too
0: yeah i mean you know so i've heard but you know a parent might say um you know don't eat candy Mm -hmm. and then guess what child goes to sleep and you're sneaking a piece of candy So, you know, they're watching you, they're listening to you and um, you you really just have to be conscious of that and know that, you know, they're going to mimic you, but more importantly is that you can't you know, parent them in something that you are doing yourself. Now there might be caveats to that because you have to be 18 or 21 to do something. Mm. But even in those instances, instances then maybe you should curb those activities a little bit.
1: Yeah. You know, I always feel um, if my friends have their kids around or whatever, it's a little weird to be drinking in front of them, Mm -hmm. even though sometimes the happens were at dinner or whatever. And then people might bring children and I'm thinking historically, um, then it's like, you know, okay, you a little glass of wine here and there. Don't go overboard. Don't get drunk and sloshy. Yeah, yeah. Don't swear. Like I try to. See, yeah,
0: like to same scale. thing. Yeah, don't swear. It's, you yeah. tell your kids. Yeah. And then, and then you go swear <laughs> later. I'm,
1: I'm not going to lie. That's probably not going to go away anytime soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't tell your kids not to swear then. Right. Yeah. Like, swear all
1: you want. Just, you know, do what I do. Right. <laughs> just do it sparingly and in private. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
0: Well, that's a good one. Uh, All right, let's go on to the next one. Parenting mistake number four. You are acting as their friend instead of their parent. You know, our, our job as a parent is to, you know, to teach them and be their coach, in this journey of life. And so we're, we're just not here to be their friend. And I see parents doing this all the time that like the parent is afraid to say no, mm-hmm. you know, they're afraid to put up boundaries or rules because the child might get upset, yep. you know? And I, I mean, I hear it, i see it. And here's the reality is that you can have an amazing relationship with your child. You can be close, you can be trusting, you can be everything fun and you can still be a parent, mm-hmm. you know? And, because kids need structure, they need guidance. You know, you don't have to be a jail warden, but, um, you know, striving to be their friend isn't our role. Yeah. You know, and I I, I think that happens quite a bit because of the, the, you know, the parent being a little scared that they might um not just i said upset them but they might like think that it's going to damage the relationship a bit or yeah they're going to resent them they're going to resent them or not trust them and it's so funny how quickly it goes away that they
1: they're like like pets you know they forget (laughs) they'll forget they don't care like i'm not i don't want to compare pets to kids but but i even recently i was i was upset and like a cat just like biting me some reason and i just i like nudged his head normally i don't i mean i didn't beat the crap out of him or anything but i you know pushed his head pretty you know fervently right. and he was like okay and he backed away for a minute and then like 10 minutes later he came back over how's it going you know <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm like, and the kids do the same thing you yell at him like hey or you tell him sternly not to do something you know D- what are you doing don't do that you know that's not that's not good to do that to so-and-so right
0: and they're like Ugh. and they're all scared for a minute and then they're upset
1: and they're like, you know,
0: right. You play yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, they're fine. I mean, you do that hundreds of times. They're going to be scared of you, but you know, <laughs> yeah, if it's for every little thing. Yeah, right. of course. But yes, I, I totally agree. Um, all right. So parenting mistake number five, you allow them to have poor nutrition. <sighs> so uh, yeah. yeah, this one kills me. Um, you know, referring back to uh, number three on this one where, you know, do as I say, you know, not as I do. You know, if you're allowing your kids to eat bad, I'm guessing that you probably eat bad as well. Yeah. So I just, you know, personally, my philosophy is is I think it's important to teach children how to make good food decisions. Well, (laughs) not
1: just kids, everybody. Well, right. I mean, you don't have to have a stern, strict diet, but like, you know, as an adult, it's, it's even more apparent that you have to be that way. But like, I think growing up with those habits, and as I mentioned before on the show, as we talked a long time ago, like I was raised with that, we'll have some no thank you help, even if you don't like it, right. eat certain things that are healthy. Then I grew into understanding that, you know, okay, I eat the fruits and vegetables and meats and, and starches and all this stuff as meals and anything that's really outside of that is very sparingly. Right. So,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, I saw something interesting that I thought was pretty cool was, you know, the, the software, or I mean, so, software, soft drink companies had created a campaign about, you know, drinking like bad drink. I mean, they didn't call them bad, mm-hmm. but <laughs> their own drinks versus water and that kind of thing. And it was, a lot of it was based on your activity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and which is an interesting concept is like, if you are extremely active, Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, let's say you're an athlete, you know, and you, do, yeah, you probably can afford to eat a little bit less healthy. Sure. To do that. Just Just, nutritional, I mean, for your body composition, you burn burn fuel, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're sedentary and that's part of the, that's the biggest problem is that many of the children are much more sedentary. They're not going out and and playing and whatever and so that they're eating bad on top of that, Mm -hmm. it's sort of this double whammy. But then also the nutrition
1: thing will help fuel that good stuff. I mean, Hey, let me let me ask you a question. Um, do you, when,
0: I'm have, on the extreme though. Ha, I know yeah. you.
1: Well, you're a fit guy, and have you eaten something recently that was considered junk food, like fast food junk food? Yeah, absolutely. And do you? How do you feel afterwards? Horrible. Right. Now, how did you feel afterwards when you were 18? Not that bad. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm noticing too. Is that your body metabolizes things differently as you get older too?
0: It, I think it has to do with age, and then also how pure you do eat. So mm. I, you know, I noticed. You know, my diet is. Pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, overall, and so I do notice that when I go off of it, I I feel really you bad. Feel it, yeah, you know. Versus, I, I do think it, some of it is age, but it's also. it's it's like anything that you're just not used to you know I don't have a lot of sugar in my diet at all I mean I avoid sugar it's just not something I even really care about but there has been some times where I mean I literally have had like a sugar hangover Mm -hmm. because I had some sugar in the evening or whatever and I can actually feel my body feels horrible as a result of that right Right. so there is something to that I think of what your body is used to sure yeah that makes sense and you know and, and, and that goes with a lot of different things you and just of how you know how how your body sort of processes it sure it's kind of like it becomes used to poison you know (laughs) (laughs) right yeah um well i mean i think it's probably the same thing with alcohol you know for somebody who drinks regularly it may not affect them as much yeah no that's true as somebody somebody who drinks, yeah and if i if i do that and i do that to my absolutely it affects me horribly i mean i'm you know it's not it's not good to be around yeah so Um, You know, so one of the things we've done in our family, I, 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 I'm not sure if I had mentioned this, but the eat, you said, you know, the no, thank you helping, but we did eat good. We do eat good food before bad. Mm -hmm. So if it's kind of like, you know, we know we're going to go somewhere and we're going to indulge in something, even, you know, if the kids or whatever, but we've always said, you know, Hey, just make sure you have good food before bad. Yeah. You know, and so that's been this sort of philosophy to try to incorporate so that, okay, you know, you're going to have ice cream and desserts, whatever. So have some vegetables before you yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so then they kind of understand that like, hey, this is considered bad and this is yeah. considered good. And you can balance that. Yeah. It's not to never have bad, but you got to sort of balance it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the same, you know, along the similar lines about the activity that you do with maybe the types of drinks that you have. Like you can have a more sugar drink if you are very active, sure, you know, that kind of thing. So that's just, you know, that's, that's one of the things I think it's a sort of a simple rule to live by Mm -hmm. to sort of, at least for kids, they can remember it pretty easily for sure. And I've always kind of grown
1: up that way too, is I eat the stuff that you, you know, is healthy. And then, like I said, dessert was always a later thing after you eat the healthy food right. that maybe you would get a dessert. And sometimes I was even
0: some of it was healthy too, it'd be like a fruit thing, you know, whatever. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, some some experts say that like you should, you're not supposed to make dessert a treat, mm-hmm. you know, in something mm-hmm. which I you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have to eat all your food and then you get <laughs> and then you get a dessert, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a whole other. episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then number six, um, you solve their problems. So what I mean by this is that, you know, we often step in similar to, you know, the previous one about doing too much, you know, doing too much for them is that we, 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 we solve their problems for them. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, two siblings arguing, or it could be like your child has some issue that they're facing at the school. You know, I, you're, I know you're trying to help them, but the way that you can help them is by allowing them to try to figure out their own solutions. Mm-hmm. You know, an example, like if you, you know, the two siblings are sitting there arguing and maybe you normally would go up and you'd say like, Hey, why are you doing this? Or what's going on here or whatever. But instead you, you could even say something like, Hey, it looks like you guys aren't in an agreement or aren't agreeing. What do you think we could do to solve the problem here? Mm-hmm. Let them come up with a solution. Yeah. And you'd be surprised at how often they are really good at coming up with solutions that are reasonable. Yeah. You know, oh, well, I mean, we did, I remember doing that with my children because I had learned that technique. And they're like, well, and they were little, Mm -hmm. you know, and they said, well, we can take turns. (laughs) It's like, you're a genius. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, they came up with that, like, they know what to do. Yeah. You know, and so, and, and so what happens is, is as you, stop being the person that's solving all their problems mm. they realize how to solve problems on their own and that's what we want for our child yeah we want them to be self-sufficient and be able to solve their own problems yeah another example would be you know i don't know let's say the child's like 8 years old and they forgot to do their homework you know they've been in school for a couple of years they they understand the program as a parent you can't call the school And talk with the teacher to see if they can make it up, Mm -hmm. you know, or even if they forget their homework at home and you again, bring it to the school. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. So what you do is instead, guess what? You ask your eight year old what they can do. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, hey, well, what do you want to do? How do you want to solve this? You know, maybe you even lead in and said, hey, is there something that you could do or talk to the teacher? Is that something that you want to do? No, you have to talk to them. No, I'm not talking to him. It's your situation. Like you're gonna have to deal with it. All right. Well, then that's the way that it is. Mm -hmm. You know? And granted, the sort of the first times you deal with some of this stuff, it's hard. Oh, yeah. It is very hard to like your child. I mean, I recall situations and you know, your child is like crying. They're like, Can you help me? And like you wanna help them and say, Well, okay, no, we're gonna do this together. You know, like you're gonna tell your teacher that you, you know, forgot your homework or you know, well, you forgot your lunch. It was sitting next to your backpack and you forgot it. Well, guess what? I'm not driving it back to the school for you. We're going to have to figure that one out. And I'm guessing you won't forget your lunch again. You know, it is hard to do that. I'm not saying it's easy. Um, but I remember the first time my child forgot their backpack. They were young. I was like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. We brought it. And I said, here's the deal. This is the only time that this is happening. You forget your backpack again. We're not bringing it to the school. Right. Like that's it. You got the you got the, the one pass. You got the one pass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're little too. Like, they're just learning how to do it. They never forgot their backpack again. Though, yeah. Which you know, didn't, I was prepared to do that and not you know not bring it to the school after I right. forgot it. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't remember if it was me or my wife, but you know, we should have saw when they got into the car that they didn't have their backpack, but. <laughs> That's right. Wasn't our yeah, responsibility, yeah. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're just learning how to function as, right, young as human humans. Beings. We probably should have helped them. But, <laughs> um, you know, and here's the thing too, is that there could be some more serious situations in which you feel like you have to step in, you know, right. and, 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 and even as the kids get older, you know, as they get a little bit older, the, the situations can be a little bit more serious. Um But you, I I think you really do need to be mindful of allowing them to solve the problem first, Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of kids will respond, well, I don't know what to do. Well, what if you did know what to do, Mm -hmm. what would you do (laughs) (laughs) if you did know? Yeah. And I think you'd be surprised at what they're capable of. It'll build their confidence. It's just a lot better. And, you know, they'll stay out of your hair a little more. (laughs) For sure. You don't want to be solving their problems all the time. (laughs) Um, And then finally, number seven, this is the last parenting mistake. I mean, there's 500 of them, but the last one on our list. Sure. uh, Allowing their behavior to affect you. So this one is hard. I've got to say as a parent, this Mm -hmm. is not easy. And I'm still working on this one all the time. But imagine if our mood and emotional or emotional state was not affected by what others did or said. Right. That would be pretty amazing. Um, I, I know for myself, when my kids are arguing... I actually have like this mantra that I said, and I learned it in this audio program. Um, I said, I will not allow them to break my serenity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say it over and over and over again, because you know, that might, maybe there's like screaming going on or they're yelling at each other. There's something slammed a door, you know, whatever. I'll just say, I'm not going to allow them to break my serenity. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me, i reminds myself that like, Hey, I'm responsible for my own mood and how I feel. I'm not going to allow these other little things to get me upset. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Of course. All the, not, You know, it sometimes, most of the time it works, um, but there certainly are times that are, that are not, it's just, you know, it's really, really hard. I mean, and this goes for not only just kids, but everything in your life It's I mean, it's at your work life, your spouse. I mean, everything we often or always allow these external things to affect us, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, they said this, I cannot believe that they said that to me and hence you're upset. Mm -hmm. So imagine if we were not affected by what other people say and do, and you can teach that to your child. Amazing. (laughs) It is just, I mean, it's such a powerful thing and it's hard. I mean, you know, that's why we just reiterate to the children over and over and over and over again. It's like, you know, sticks and stones, maybe rooms, you know, it's like words will never hurt you. It's like, it doesn't matter what somebody says. You have the ability to choose how you want to be. Mm -hmm. I wish I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As parents, you know, sort of in closing as parents, I think we have to realize that, you know, we're going to mess up. It's just, it's part of being a parent, but I, you know, and we have to cut ourselves some slack and, you know, you try to be perfect all the time. You think that you're, you know, messing up is not okay. But we need to learn from our mistakes and, you know, we love these kids and we don't want to ruin them. We don't want to mess them up. And so part of that is, you know, not making these mistakes and allowing them to grow and do things on their own and, and, you know, be a model for them of how they should, uh, you know, hopefully Mm -hmm. grow up. That's what our job is. Yeah. So any other things, Alan? No, that was all great. If anybody has any questions or comments, what should they do? They should email us,
1: podcast at DudesToDads.com, or maybe hit us up on social media channels, Twitter, at dads, Duketodads, Facebook, dadscom We have a YouTube channel that's, that's got a lot of great information, Jason, on Dad University, uh, a lot of dads and Dad University-related stuff on there. And at the very least, what you need to do is go to the podcatcher that you're listening us to on and leave a review and hit, subscribe to that channel. and and leave some comments. It actually helps perpetuate the show and makes us want to do this even more. It does.
0: (laughs) As always, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.